Hello everyone, today is September 21st and I just would like to take a moment and welcome anyone who might be new to this channel and just to uh, quickly re restate why this channel exists and uh, what I believe. I say that occasionally from time to time, I don't say it in every single video, but welcome. Um, this channel exists because going on two years ago, the Lord started to speak to me in an unexpected way. And one of the things he said was to tell anyone who would listen that he was coming soon. And he, um, he saved my family and had a similar message for my husband, you know, that to watch the signs because he was returning soon and to get his house in order. And my husband really didn't know what those things meant. And, um, and so I started this channel I, I received uh, lots of words from the Lord and I was journaling them and uh, he said we were practicing and then when he said it was go time I started this channel and just started reading through the journal of messages that he's uh, given me over time and they began somewhere I got my very first long message in October 2022 and then I started um, a separate journal and meeting with him daily um, somewhere around January, February of 2023. And I could look quick, but um, somewhere around that time. And, you know, this, this channel has like several testimony videos in the beginning because I made one and I just hated it. And I thought, Lord, I can't do this um, because I am a pretty introverted person and uh, this is pretty far out of my comfort zone. But he... Um, I wanted to be obedient and do what he asked. He said to just try it again. It was all going to work out. It was all going to be good. And uh, I had shared that first video with a friend and they thought it was so amazing and it made them cry. And I was like, really? So I had made other videos and that's why I went back and uh, posted that one. So in the beginning, like there's, there's several testimony videos before it starts to get to the messages, but that's why um, I just did, I didn't think that they were good enough. And um, so I just want that to be a testimony that, you know, a lot of times we think things aren't good enough and the Lord still amaze, amazes me that he's still able to reach people and uh, speak directly into their lives. You know, there's been lots of videos that I think are the worst ever and I'm just surprised and blown away by how they minister to people and how um, he's able to use them um, and, and still, still work things out you know even in our imperfections and our limitations um he just wants a surrendered life and i guess i'll say quickly again that i believe in jesus christ as the way the truth and the life he is god um who became flesh and dwelt among us god so god himself had a solution to our sin problem from the beginning of time and that uh, was Jesus. And the Bible is, is the true inspired word of God. The Old Testament is Jesus hidden. The New Testament is Jesus revealed. And it talks about how uh, we could not earn our salvation. The law um, is impossible to fulfill on our own. And that we uh, needed a savior to restore us uh, back to a holy God because we are all born in a sin nature. So God himself was planted in a Virgin Mary, um, the seed of God, uh, not, not under Adam, you know, a separate, a different, a different seed. 
and he was a lived a perfect life he was an example he walked in our shoes he walked uh, on this earth as a human and um, he lowered himself you know to become like us and because sin entered by way of like human a human had to pay the ransom and Jesus was was that sacrifice for our sins and he uh, was crucified on the cross he was buried in the tomb and he rose again and he is currently seated at the right hand of God and the Bible talks about Jesus as in the beginning his name was word and he was in the beginning and all things were made through him and for him and by him and he is currently alive he was he is and he is to come and he's currently in heaven seated at the right hand and he's coming back as king to rule and reign uh, the eternal kingdom in a physical way on the earth in the new earth and new heaven right now the kingdom lives inside of us uh, we you know eternity starts now it's a transformation of our hearts and uh, he he has he has chosen for some reason he has chosen uh, the human heart as a place to dwell that is the new temple the new tabernacle but in in the end he's going to come back and he's going to rule and reign ultimately uh, for eternity and that is what this channel is about it is about uh, just making people aware of the good news and also preparing hearts for what is to come and and pointing everyone to the father's heart that it's for us that he loves us that he sees us that he's close he's not far away he's close and he's intimate and the level of intimacy that he desires is maybe not what everyone thought or knew and so that this channel exists to point to the truth of the Father's love for his children. I have absolutely no idea what has gotten me emotional today. Um, I didn't know I was emotional until I just started making this video and I just feel uh, tender in my heart. Um, so let's see. After the last video, just to catch you up very quickly, uh, I had two perfect days of pain-free. I felt completely healed. And then in the night, one of those nights, it just got aggravated again and flared up for about two more days. And, um, you know, during that time, I feel like the Lord's working on a lesson. I've been taking notes. I don't really know how he's going to put it all together or what, how it's all going to fit. I just know that it will, you know, when it's supposed to. Um, but it has to do with the Father's Prayer, the Lord's Prayer, and things like that. Um, so I thought maybe that's what today's video is going to be, but it's not. <laughs> so last night I, I woke up around midnight and he had, I just prayed like, Lord, I don't want to keep aggravating this. Um, I want to hold on to that healing. How should I sleep? You know, how, what's the right way to sleep so it doesn't flare up again? And he, he actually gave me some instructions and it worked. Well, I don't know what that was. Um, and it worked. And But I woke up at midnight because it's really hard for me to sleep in one position all night long. And I was just, just needed to get up and move around. And so I went out to the kitchen and um, 
and I was just sitting with the Lord and I, I felt like I should maybe read through my journal because I'd gotten some words from him, um, you know, a few days back. And when I was receiving them, you know, I was in a lot of pain and it felt crazy because I, I couldn't focus on it. I wasn't even sure what was said. Um, I didn't want to read it again because I was a little bit fearful that it wasn't him. You know, I was just going through those, those things that happened. And remember, he's faithful despite our emotions and despite how we experience things. It doesn't change the truth of who he is. And he has not let me down yet. You know, he's been so faithful. And so when I was sleeping, I was, I don't know what I was thinking about this for, but I was thinking about Matthew 24 as being the center of something. And so I, I, I woke up with that in mind and I was, I was wondering if I should be reading like Matthew 23, 24, 25, if that's, but I had Matthew 24 in my mind and then, um, and then I thought maybe I should, and then I kind of moved away from that. And that didn't make sense to me until this morning. But um, I went out and I just thought maybe I should reread those those messages and, and see if there's something that I should be making a video on. And they actually, you know, when I was calm and felt okay, they made a lot of sense. Um, and part of the, somewhere in here, he, he spoke to me also um, a little bit and gave me a message, you know, at midnight last night. I just asked him if he had anything he wanted to say. And just some of these messages made me think about this pumpkin patch. Um, I was out in the garden working with my son and my husband yesterday, just weeding it. And I came over and looked at these pumpkins that my son had planted. And we've got three really enormous pumpkins. We've never planted pumpkins before. One time we had them grow out of our compost bin and up a tree, which was really awesome. We came out one day and all of a sudden we had like all of these really beautiful, um, those, you know, those green ones, those green pumpkins that they're kind of a mixture of like a Hubbard squash or something. They're beautiful. And there was a whole bunch of them and there was a variety of colors and I felt like I hit the jackpot and I just, it came upon a treasure. They were growing up a tree and um, we used them, you know, for our fall decorations in the house, outside the house. It was so awesome. Um, but this past year we planted some really large pumpkins. Um, you might be able to see two of them behind me. And so I just noticed those yesterday. I was just kind of looking at them and thinking about them. And it reminded me back in May, the Lord had given me a message early May about pumpkins and it was so random. I was like, Lord, why are you like pumpkins make me think of the fall? And here it is, uh, barely spring. And he's talking about pumpkins to me and it was so random. And now I'm looking back at that and I'm thinking he probably, you know, set that all up because some of these messages reminded me of that message. And, um, so I, I believe he wants me to read that today. So we'll just see how this all comes together. So I believe I'm just going to put all of these messages into one video. I hope that's okay. Uh, before I get started reading some of them, another thing that happened is a friend of mine has rheumatoid arthritis and it just, she just developed it and, uh, she's been needing rides to appointments and things like that. And another one of my friends, uh, was telling me, you know, when she dropped her off at her house, she noticed her lilac tree was, was in bloom. And she thought that was such a sign and a wonder. 
and I meant to check our lilac tree to see if ours was in bloom before I came out here, but I forgot. But I also noticed uh, and let her know that one of our springtime trees was blooming again. And it's the one in our uh, entryway. And you, you can see it in a past video. Um, I, I was inside and positioned myself in front of that tree in our, in our window in our entryway. And it's behind me in full bloom. And uh, so I'll have to look back and see when that was exactly. But then, you know, it's only in bloom for a little bit and then it, it, it just, you know, has leaves on it. Well, it, right now it's got a few really pretty flowers blooming on it. And I took a picture, I'll put it at the end of this video. So I was just noticing that as well. And wondering, you know, Lord, why is this happening? Why is nature confused right now? Why, why are, is it because of all the rain? What's going on? And so that's something that was on my mind this day, and he started talking to me about it, and this is from September. So this is from September 18th. Melissa, there is no one who can make the tree bloom besides me. I am the one who causes the fruit to come forth. Listen to me, daughter. The way I'm going to deliver my people will be soon. I'm literally at the door. Do not fear, daughter. I am speaking to you now. I am telling you about the days to come. They are going to come quickly. I'm going to show you what the hour looks like. It is but a moment away. The hour is upon us. Melissa, listen listen well, daughter. I know you are hurting this morning. Fight through the pain and listen. The trees in bloom represent the coming of the Son of Man. He will spring forth at an hour unexpected. He will sweep over the earth and call all men unto himself. He will deliver those who are in bondage and he will set captives free. Melissa, do not fear. I am here with you. It is me, the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The days ahead are but few. You will soon see changes in the earth. You will soon see people reaching for me. You will know the season is here by the way people cry out to me and seek me. Melissa, I am not going to deliver my people until the last moments. There will be some trials and there will be some suffering. I will not leave you or forsake you. I will hold you in that place and you will be safe. Keep your eyes focused on me. Do not fear. Melissa, how many hairs are on your head? I created you, and I created this world. I hold it all, and I will not forsake my children. I will assess the hearts of man, and I will cause the humble to grow and mature and bloom. Do not wonder about these words. It is me speaking. You are going to deliver messages again soon. You will get back into a rhythm. Do not fear, daughter. I am growing you and training you and preparing you. I am working even in this. You will see. And then he changes the topic and the, um, the course of the direction completely. Uh, and I thought it was really weird, but you know what? This morning when I, I opened up the daily bread, it was, this, uh, it was about this very thing. And so I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm not crazy. This I, I took that as confirmation that he wanted me to read this today. Let the man who has no sin throw the first stone. You must love your neighbor. You must forgive and come cleanly to the throne of God. No unforgiveness, no willful sin. Present your request boldly and wait for your answers. Melissa, I am a holy God. I do expect obedience. I do expect repentance and I do correct and discipline. I will make every heart humble and contrite. I will cause all men to fear their creator God. 
I have set man apart. I have made him in my image. I have asked him to be like me. He will know what this means. He will begin to walk in my ways. Melissa, the road to Damascus was the turning point for Paul. He was wicked. He had so much unforgiveness and anger and malice in his heart. I spoke his name and he was humbled before me. He was changed in an instant. Melissa, I'm going to cause the blind to see. I am going to transform hearts and minds. I'm going to renew and ignite faith. I'm going to sweep over this earth like a tidal wave of, of belief and draw all men unto me. You will see some of this. You will see some of this and you will know you're in the season of my return. Much is at play. Much is at the door, crouching, ready to launch into action. When all of this ignites, my people will ignite and a mighty display will be seen by all. Melissa, you do not need to be Paul to be effective in this kingdom, in the kingdom. I will show you who you are and the plans I have for you. And when I do, you will wonder at this and be completely humbled before me. Rest now, daughter. Take time to worship me and read your Bible today. I love you, my, my daughter. I love you with an everlasting love and I will not let you go. He's, I just, I'm hearing so many different layers of meaning here. He's got multiple things going on here. Um, I'll try to articulate, you know, what, what I hear in the spirit is that, you know, he himself, he's asked us to be like him. And when we keep that path clear, when we don't harbor unforgiveness and we're not doing willful sin and we're, we're, uh, allowing him to conquer more and more territories of our life he starts to increase in us and we bear fruit we we bear the likeness of him the fruit of the spirit is the character the characteristics of god and so they start to be visible um and they 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 start to grow in us he's also talking about he alone knows it appoints the seasons for which things come to fruition when they when they bloom and uh, for example his own return um, things to do with Israel things to do with us personally things to do with um, drawing men unto himself you know there's seasons and he's in control of all of those things and so um, the scripture I got for this uh, was Psalm 23, Galatians 5, 8, and I just kind of read through through that whole chapter. Uh, Malachi 4, 6, Deuteronomy 5, 4, Joshua 6, 8, Jeremiah, I think 14, 22, Mark 5, 8, um, Song of Solomon 4, 2, Genesis 4, 2. Isaiah the chapter 2, 1 Peter 2, 7 through 8, Genesis 2, 3, 1 Timothy 2, 8, Hebrews 4, 6 through 11, Revelation 14, 1 through 5, and Revelation 22, 14. And I will put all scripture in the notes. So I was researching this morning and realized, you know, the, the Lord spoke about this 
tree and what it meant of his coming return and the fact that it was blooming right now was symbolic of that. I was looking up the fig tree and when it blooms and things uh, this morning and there are fig trees in Israel that bloom in the spring and again in the fall. So I thought that was really interesting. And a while back we did a video um, about Matthew 21 and, the, and when Jesus cursed the fig tree. And I kind of had a personal application for that. You know how the, the leaves were in full, full maturity and so it was deceiving because they looked beautiful. But uh, with closer inspection the tree was actually fruitless. And in the Bible, uh, the Lord uses lots of things. He has lots of uh, metaphors and parables and, and symbolism and shadows and types. You know, and the fig tree ap actually represents Israel. So I was reading, you know, Matthew 21 and Matthew 24 about the fig tree and, and how it represents Israel. And it, it seemed pretty random, you know, to the disciples. They didn't understand uh, why he cursed that fig tree or what that meant and it was a prophetic symbol that God's wrath would be poured out on the Jewish nation due to their spiritual rebellion against Jesus Christ they didn't recognize him as the Messiah but they will one day recognize him as the Messiah after the tribulation and so you know a lot of this is to bring them back into the fold and to uh, and to open their eyes you know right now they they have scales over their eyes, you know, they're, they're blinded from the truth, but he will open their eyes. And, um, after the great tribulation, they will recognize Jesus Christ as their Messiah. They missed it the first time, but they're going to get it the second time. And he told the disciples to watch the fig tree. When they saw it bloom again, it would mark his soon return. The fig tree is a symbol of the nation of Israel. The blooming of the fig tree was symbolic of Israel blooming again into a nation. Because in uh, 70 AD, the wrath of God was poured out on the Jews and they again were driven into exile away from the promised land and scattered all over the place for a very long time, for 1,878 years. But then at a very unexpected time in 1948, a very unlikely time, uh, the tree uh, bloomed again and Israel became a nation. And so he's talking to that generation when he's giving this prophecy. He's saying that uh, when we see this happen, we will know his return is here. He will be waiting at, at, Jesus will be waiting at the gate of heaven for the command of the Father to return. He said, this generation will not pass away until these things happen. And he was talking about the generation that saw the tree bloom the second time. So the generation of 1948, that generation is not going to pass away before all of these things happen. And so that generation, you know, is getting pretty old, right? The people that, that were born. And so, you know, how long is that generation? Is it 70 years? Um, I don't know. We don't know. We just know that we're in the season and it's, it's, there's lots of signs right now. And, um, and things, you know, prophecy being fulfilled. The Bible is absolutely true. And um, if, if you haven't studied the Bible, um, you know, it proves itself. There's so many prophecies that were fulfilled. Um, an amazing 
impossible number of prophecies that have been fulfilled uh, in the Old Testament into the New with Jesus' coming. And uh, there's still more to come and still more prophecies being fulfilled. But in 1948, that prophecy was fulfilled when uh, Israel again became a nation. So let me see where to go from here. So this morning, part of, you know, the message was just for me personally. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But part of it was, uh, he said, the time of your maturity is not yet here. You will bloom when I say bloom. Until then, keep coming and keep growing. You're going to discover the plans I have for you. And so when he said that, it, it reminded me, that in combination with that um, message about the flowers blooming and everything, it reminded me of a couple messages, and one of them, the pumpkin patch message. And another one, he talked about, what do the leaves of the tree know about the roots or something? And um, so I'm going to read parts of both of those messages now. So I guess I'm going to read this whole message about the pumpkins. Um, I really don't know what was going on. I don't remember. Maybe the other video talks about it. I didn't look. Um, but apparently I messed up something up and I was fretting about it. And I just am going to read this. You can see how he just randomly, who just seems random, just changes the subject completely and gives me whiplash like he does that from time to time. Um, but this started out, my child, I'm here listening. Do you need to forgive yourself for failure? Does the sea rise and fall? You do not need to give up. Get up and do it again. You know this is all part of learning. You do not need to trouble yourself with this any longer. You will do it right and it will be beneficial to others. Look to me in times of trouble. Listen for me. I am there waiting to guide and instruct. Do you want to do this with me? There's not time to procrastinate. You need to figure this out, how you will do this. You are tired today. And I was. I remember that day. It was, it was like a sunny afternoon. I remember where I was sitting and I was like having a hard time keeping my eyes open. He said, listen to me. I am the Lord. Can you forgive yourself, Melissa? The days are short. Can you say to yourself, I am the person God adores? Can you say that? Let it shine in you because it's true. Let my light dance in your eyes. You do not need to fret or worry. Can you come to me and rest? Let's just rest together today. Settle your mind. Then all of a sudden he says, Can a pumpkin patch begin to sprout without the necessary conditions? Look it up. See what is needed. I am talking. Look it up. <laughs> And so I looked up a whole bunch of things. I looked up warm, fertile soil. I found a three foot diameter round mound or hill of warm and rich soil. You have to test it to amend for growth, ideal growth. Warm, sunny spot, well-drained soil. Prune the vines. Dig down three feet and backfill, apply fertilizer, use mulch to control weeds, proper location, properly space the seeds, manage mildew, um, has to have good soil. And then I looked up stuff about what good soil means, and it means a man who hears the word and understands it, holds it fat, hold, hold it fast in an honest and good heart, and bear fruit with patience. Um, I read that it, it needs six to nine hours of sun per day. They love the sun. 
Uh, the pumpkin vine plays an important role in bringing nutrients to the pumpkin. Vines can grow as much as six feet per day and they can get as long as 30 feet. I don't know if you can see, there's quite a long vine behind me. I don't know if it's in the camera or not. Tendrils anchor the vine and protect it from the wind. Each pumpkin has 500 seeds. Uh, plant them between May and July. They take three to four months to grow and you can eat the seeds and the flowers. So I was about to give up because I, I didn't know what he was getting at and then I found this list and I started because this list seemed significant. Choose pumpkins wisely. Pay attention to harvest times. Give pumpkins enough sun and space. Set seedlings up for success. Keep plants well watered and fed. And I was just thinking about how the Lord is, you know, he uses the the fact that the, the Father God is the farmer and um, Jesus is the vine, you know, that's part of his uh, way, a metaphor that he uses throughout scripture. And I said, that was unexpected, Lord. Melissa, what I want you to see in this is I am doing this. I have chosen you for this time and season. Do you know how many varieties of pumpkins there are in my patch? I know. I planted them. The harvest time is near, but it's not here yet. Keep learning and growing. I will finish this work in you. You will see it come to completion. It will astound you. You will see how far I'm able to take this. And I am astounded today. And I just said, Jesus, Holy Spirit, Father, God, three in one, you're awesome. Thank you for talking to me about pumpkins. That definitely got me thinking in my tired brain. I'm sorry I'm so tired. I love you, Jesus. Help me love you more and more. Help me know you better and better. You are perfect in all of your ways. Listen, my child, you can go rest, but rest in me. Find peace. You will not stumble and fall. And that was the lesson that day about pumpkins. And interestingly, we have three, three large pumpkins on that vine. And then on a little a few days later that was on May 3rd on May 6th this is what he said about tree roots do not fear I am the Lord your God I come to you in spirit and in truth I am going to do as I say what does the leaf know about the roots of the tree does it know how it will produce or when does it tarry on its own? Does it produce on its own? Does it know the day and the hour of its coming forth? I am the Lord and I know the conditions. I know what must be in place. I know what will need to occur. I am going to do this. Abide in me, my child. Abide and rest. You do not need to fear. Whether or not you hear, I am doing this work in you. And uh, I looked it up and I was surprised to learn that the roots of the tree is actually the brain. <laughs> That's where the brain of the, of, the, of the plant is. So I didn't really understand it that way or, or know that. So um, that's just another lesson that came to mind today, this morning as I was putting some of this together. 
So you can see how the application, like he is the farmer of all of it. You know, he holds it all. He holds us each individually, our own uh, maturity process, our own blooming and coming forth, you know, um, the, the purposes he has assigned for us, the fruit of the spirit, you know, all of those things are uh, designed and written. That story is written by him and he's the farmer and he's the one who who prepares the soil, he plants the seed and he grows it. And then there's, you know, the metaphor of how Jesus is the vine and we, the church, are the, the branches. And so, you know, there's our individual body and then there's the body of Christ and how that is going to bloom at a certain appointed season when he calls all men unto him, you know, and uh, he grows his 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 church and the and um the treasures all throughout the earth are revealed and the fruits and then there's also israel represented in the fig tree and the nation of israel and um the time of his coming is another appointed thing uh that has a season where that blooms so those are just the many layers of things he was putting together and he set this all up back in May and there's been a couple of things uh, there was this time where he had me find this he told me that there was a book under my bed and go look it up and in it there was a letter and the and the book was about the bride of Christ and inside was a bill and it had, um, what I noticed about it is it had something about the spring and it had something about the fall. And I wasn't sure, you know, there were people that were saying that the rapture was going to happen on May 22nd. And I thought maybe that was it. But I also noticed that the bill was due in the fall. And so I just knew like he's saying something about that and he keeps, you know, I'm not, I don't know for sure. I just, these are just um, things that it looks like he's pointing at to me. I'm not trying to figure out a day or anything like that. People say that I have set a date of his return. I've never set a date. I've been hopeful at different times. You know, I listen to what other people say and I look and I wait, you know, and I, I keep my lamp full of hope um, that I do see the signs of the season. I know it's going to be soon. I don't know if it's this year. I don't know if it's this, this spring, this fall, next spring, next fall. I don't know when it is. I know that when it all happens, all of these things will make sense um, but he is uh, he is definitely speaking and he's speaking through many right now and there's lots of things converging right now and it is an exciting time you know and I am hopeful that it's soon so I haven't ever set a date for those of you who keep saying remember you were one of those that set a date I never set a date I, I thought maybe you know maybe he would come at different times um, and it didn't happen and I've learned, you know, that, that the Lord has been using the word imminent since the time of the Bible. Um, but today we can see that there is a specific generation that's not going to pass away before his return. So we know we are living in those days. I just don't know how long those days are. None of us do. None of us know the hour. So the roosters are just crowing and crowing and crowing nonstop. Um, I just try to record this. Listen to them. I guess I just have to record this despite the roosters. Okay, so um, when I read this word, 
I, I feel slightly confused by it. You can take it to the Lord and see what he says, but this is what I heard. My own personal beliefs is that there is a pre-tribulation rapture. I do think it sounds like we're going to experience some of the birth pains. We are going to experience some of the um, intensifying labor and things will increase around us uh, before it gets too bad. I'm hoping, you know, that he, he raptures the church because the wrath is not for us. Um, I don't know if we will see and understand and recognize the Antichrist when he rises. I think that's what he's talking about here. So you can see if this aligns with scripture the way you understand it. So this is what I heard. Melissa, the enemy knows his time is short and he is not interested in acknowledging my name before man. Instead, he wants to disrupt my plans and linger as long as he can. He is going to deceive many, but I am a God of long suffering. I will keep calling out and causing many to turn back to me. The enemy is going to begin to step into the main spotlight in moments. He is going to seem so pure and as light. Many will believe he is me. Many will bow down to him. They will regret their choice when they begin to see the veil lifted and the evil disclosed. They will wonder how they could have been so foolish. Melissa, people desire peace and safety. People long for easy and trouble-free. But in this world, you will have trouble. Take heart, I have overcome the world. Many will also see through this charade and they will fall on their knees and worship me above all. They will recognize the wolf in sheep's clothing and they will not lose their salvation. Melissa, write these words. The enemy is going to begin his work immediately. His is going to start the final battle and the end of all things will commence. You will soon see the river dry up and you will know the battle is about to start. You will know that all that has been written is true. Melissa, I am going to rescue the lost in a way that has never been done. I am going to call all men unto me and they will come in mass. Listen to me. I am going to begin my work too and the enemy will not be able to stop it. It is already done. Do not fear children. The end is not to be feared. It is a time of renewal and cleansing. It is a time of repentance and deliverance. Soon the world will remember who they are. They are mine and I am theirs. Listen, sons and daughters, you are going to shine bright in, the, in these next few days. You are going to illuminate the darkness and set captive, captives free. Be prepared in your hearts to be my hands and my feet. Be prepared to help deliver the good news and proclaim my name in all the earth. I am raising up an army of sons and daughters who will not shrink down, but stand tall and stand as beacons of light and truth. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, come, and I will give you rest for your souls. Let go of this world and cleave to me. I will carry you through. You will be delivered from all this world has, from all this world has burdened you with. Begin to really seek me and know that I am close to you. I am with you and I will not leave you. Get down on your knees and ask me to show you what I have in store for you. And watch and listen as I reveal it to your heart. You will have the answers you seek. I love you, my children. And I just got a few scriptures with that. Psalms 115, Proverbs 13, 6, Jeremiah 13, 1 through 11, Revelation 15, 2 through 4, 
Revelation 2, 22 through 23, Genesis 8, 4, Matthew 24, 15 um, through 51. But I don't know if I'll have room for all that. And then when I came out in the morning, my husband said to me, Acts 1, 11. So I wrote that down too. Um, and it seemed relevant. So, I don't know. You, you can take that to the Lord. The way that... I feel like he's taught me to understand is that the judgment um, intensifies like the different harvests you know there's different levels and different things that have to be done to harvest different things and so um, the judgment is to bring people into repentance and to uh, to deliver them and so the conditions needed for different people along the way intensify um, and it's all to bring people back to, to God and the, and the knowledge of, and the truth of who God is. So, um, I don't know, you know, there's different harvests throughout. I don't know if there's different raptures. Some people think so, you know, there's, there's the bride and then there's different things that happen throughout. So, <laughs> I don't claim to understand everything um, or know everything, but those are the words I received. And uh, feel free to write your um, share what you know and believe to be true in the notes. I'd love to, to hear it, and I'm sure everybody would love to share um, some feedback on what you just heard. All right, so I hope there was something there for you today, and uh, I'll see you in the next video, hopefully soon. And I believe it's probably going to be a lesson but we shall see. All right. I love you and have a great afternoon.